Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellas Podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. In this episode, we will be reviewing Animal Kingdom and Logan. We will also be recapping This Week in TV. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. I'm doing tired, Carlos. I'm doing tired. Um, I'm doing good, though. We got a couple of trailer releases, which I gotta say I'm excited for. We're gonna talk about one of these guys in a moment. You were grammatically um, all over the place right there. I'm, I'm doing something. tired. What is that? I'm excited. I'm excited. And Carlos, by the way, it's not an animal kingdom, it's a United Kingdom. Oh, my okay. bad. United Kingdom. Sorry. <laughs> I just messed up the intro. Whatever. We'll. It's fine. It's fine. Know. It's okay. We're not even gonna fix it in post. We're just gonna let it let it go how it is. I don't care. Guys, people aren't perfect. People aren't perfect. <laughs> um. Whatever. But for our second review, um, we have a special guest. But we're gonna introduce him now because you know why not. So joining us today on the show is if you listen to the Rebels recaps, you know him very well. If you do not, he's been on the podcast before, so you should know him anyway. It's Jesse Swink. Pull up, swing, headshot, swing, sit down, swing, then do swing, pass out, swing, wake up, swing, fade it, swing, fade it, swing. Around some people living their life in bottles. Granddaddy had the golden flash backstroke every day in Chicago. All right, all right. That's uh, I haven't heard that in a while. That's uh, that, that still throws me off a little bit, but I, I enjoy it. It's, it's definitely my first time hearing it because I would have remembered that. Really? <laughs> what do you yes, think? I would have, I, th- I think it's fantastic. I think it's fantastic, honestly. Carlos gets all the credit for that. Well, Carlos oh, and Eli <laughs> and Bob, somewhat. Yeah. It was my idea. Eli put it all together, and Bob voiced the slink part. It was a great time. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Featuring Bob. (laughs) Featuring Bob. Um, Yeah, yeah, it's good to be back. Good to be back. So, how are you doing, Jesse? I'm doing good. I'm behind on some work. Um, Spent a whole lot, uh, way too much time goofing off yesterday, but. Worth it. We all did. <laughs> Worth it. So it's all it's all good. Yeah, you're also behind on TV too. I I know because we watch we normally watch Flash at the same time. Yeah. But I watched it this morning because I completely forgot. Yeah, to watch I'm it. behind. We're we're so behind on Legion, man. I know. That's unfortunate. Yeah. I might we just, I just might have to catch up every break. Honestly. I think the problem with Legion is well, we can get to this in the TV discussion, but I think the problem with Legion. Um, with us keeping up with it, is that we know we can't do anything else while we're watching it because we have to pay attention. Yeah, like Flash and stuff, I can sit there and do homework exactly. while I watch it and just kind of listen to what's going on, honestly. But, but not Legion. There's no way you could have that on the background and have any idea what's going on because you barely have any idea what's going on when you're actually paying yeah, attention. Yeah, same with Taboo, man. I'm, that's why I kind of like just push that I fell side. off with Taboo. Yeah, same. All right, but anyway, Ozzy, before um, we actually get into the main review that people are actually listening for, you reviewed... United or you saw United Kingdom, which is a movie that's nowhere near me, so I did not get the chance to see this, but you did. So why don't you tell us what it was like? Um, I'm gonna you're gonna be, you know, this movie is gonna be. I'm gonna I'm gonna compare it to Loving because it has the same topic matter basically, right? Um, it has interracial marriage involved and interracial just being together like at the time where a black person couldn't be with a white person um so i'm gonna i'm gonna compare it to loving um so if you guys are gonna ask me well which one did you like better i'm gonna go ahead and say loving um starting off with the positives first david oyil oyolo whatever i don't know oh yeah that's how (laughs) um 
he gave a great performance, and I would say that a lot of the movie kind of fell back on his performance. I mean, there were some times where he was giving like a speech, and I was like, "Dang, man, this guy's this guy's killing it right now." Um, so he did a really good job in this movie, and you could actually tell that he cared for the character. Um, and some of the chemistry that he has with Roseman Pike does work. Um, you believe somewhat that they really do love each other. Um, what else? And we actually, Tom Felton is in this movie as well. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, really? But he's actually, yeah, he's actually in the movie as That's well. Cool. Um, and he also does a pretty good job as well. Um, alongside with, uh, I forgot this, I forgot this, uh, actor's name, but he does play Commodore Norrington in Pirates of the Caribbean. That's the actor. Okay. That's um, I'm going to say. I also think that character did a good job as well. Um, so I'm going to say the performances were overall well. I do think that it was a good story um, that was being told. I think it was a really good story. And um, as far as the cinematography, the cinematography was okay. It wasn't something that was mind-blowing or anything like that. Um, but getting into sort of my negatives, the relationship that's formed between um, David and Roseman, uh, Roseman Pike's characters, um, their relationship seems rushed. Unlike Loving's characters, you, they're already in an established relationship, and we kind of we kind of see how much they care about each other. These guys, they, it's kind of like they date for like a few weeks and then they kind of head it off. And the problem with this movie is that we don't get a sense of time in this movie. Everything just kind of happens. So it, it just feels rushed a bit. You know what I mean? And so some of the moments that happen in this movie aren't earned. Mm-hmm. I, and um, on top of that, just some of the characters, they kind of have a character growth, but it, it kind of, again, it happens out of nowhere. For instance, so um, David Oyolo plays uh, plays um, Seresti Kama, and his sister and his and his um, uncle's wife basically don't like Rosamund Pike in the beginning of the movie because she's white. And then, I would say within like ten minutes later, you see you see his sister like like Rosamund Pike. You know, and then again, you see towards the end of the movie, you, it's not like you, you haven't seen, you haven't seen his uncle's wife since the beginning of the movie, and then she all all of a sudden she starts smiling at Rosamund Pike, and it's like I mean, she wasn't she wasn't in the rest of the movie, so it really wasn't an earned thing, you know what I mean? Just wasn't earned, and that was that was my problem. That was one of my biggest problems with the movies that a lot of the stuff that happens like emotionally just isn't it just wasn't earned because there wasn't any lit, there wasn't any build up to it. And also some of the editing is also, it's, eh, it's it's okay. It's not the best. There's some bad editing in it, but it's all right. Um, other than that, I'm going to go ahead and rate this movie as 6.9. It's okay. It's not something that I, I was like, oh, I should have seen it earlier. No, it was an okay movie. It's not something you should go run out and see. So all right, that all right. is my prediction for it. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember seeing the trailer, and it looked fine enough. It's not... Yeah. I, I'm definitely still interested to see it, because I am really like Rosamund Pike, and David Oyelowo is amazing. Um, should have been nominated a couple years ago for Selma. Um, but, yeah. Interesting to hear your review of it. So... Definitely, definitely. Let's but get in. before oh, we get into right. Logan... We should have started with this. My bad. My bad. Before we get into Logan... That Pirates of the Caribbean trailer, though. <laughs> I'm so excited to talk about this, guys. I'm, I cannot go into any more rants about this, guys. I have a, I have a voice now. You know what I'm saying? I can talk about this. So I'm going to talk about this, okay? Uh, for anybody who's listening that's confused why Ozzy's so excited about this, and for even Jesse, I need to explain this to you people. Pirates of the Caribbean is basically Ozzy's Star Wars. He is all in on this franchise, loves it, and um, every he, basically whenever a new Star Wars trailer comes out, we always need to be talking about it, talk about all the Easter eggs and stuff. That's Ozzy with Pirates of the Caribbean. So take it away, Ozzy. 
Yo. I am so excited for this movie. Uh, this is this is actually, and I was kind of shocked when I saw this because we finally we get to see a young Jack. This feels a, a lot more personal because we see a young Jack Sparrow pissing off another person. That was pretty cool. Oh, I'm not yeah. Gonna lie. And it was just, it was really cool because we're just like, why is Captain Salazar want to kill him? Like, okay, he did something to you, probably killed you. Like, but why? Like, how or something? Like, what happened? And then we actually saw it, and he's. And the thing I actually like about this villain is he's not a pirate. He's not a pirate at all. He's He was working for, I think, Spain or something, and now he just wants to kill um, Jack Sparrow for making him, for just cursing him in that, in that form. And I, I think that's really cool. That's a really cool premise, and I really liked how they did that. I do like the tone of this trailer, though. It wasn't dark or anything like that. It was a classic... Pirates of the Caribbean type tone, and I really enjoyed that. Um, I just and some of the jokes in this movie I really do like. When he was just like, "I once knew a Spaniard named something in Spanish," I was laughing. And then towards the end, when he was talking about the, where I'm gonna assume that it's um, Will Turner's son called Henry, he was just like, "I saw her ankles," and then he was just like, "What is he more if you kept your mouth shut?" <laughs> this, is, this is so great. Um, starting off with Carlos. Carlos, what did you think about this trailer? Um, I thought it was fun. I mean, I did. I, I really liked the tone. I mean, obviously, that's what this franchise is kind of known for. I just hope it stays consistent because that's my problem with the very first teaser was that it set up this whole serious, dark kind of situation. And then at the end, they throw in this kind of jokey tone. So that's my worry with this movie. And that's what this trailer is kind of helping ease my concerns a little bit because... It's staying more consistent and saying, no, we're going to stick with this tone. This is the tone we're going for. And that's fine. If that's what they want to do, go for it. Because that's a tone that's worked for them before. Um, as for the mythology and stuff, I, I really, my, to me, I, the mythology peaked my interest, or my interest with the mythology peaked in the third movie. I love the third movie. Um, and that got really crazy with all the different pirates and how they all had this ruling council or whatever. That was really interesting to me. The fourth one, not so much. So if they get more back into all the whole pirates kind of aspect of things, other than except not going into the fourth one with the chasing the the fountain of youth is that what they were looking for in the fourth one. Yeah, I, it's just I don't know. So I'm I'm still really looking forward to this movie. Um, and I will admit, people are still hungry for this franchise. Uh, every when this trailer came on, I believe it, it might have came on in the theater. If not. Um, a other pirates one did, or something, or an earlier pirates trailer did. People were like starting to rumble and things like that, and people are talking. So it's definitely a franchise that people are surprisingly still interested in. So I mean, not su- surprising, not surprising to you, obviously, since you love this franchise. But to me, it's actually kind of surprising how interested people are still in this franchise. Uh, I'm just gonna All say right. that, like, I looking at this trailer, I'm really excited for this movie as well, Ozzy. Like. Uh, honestly, because Thank it you. looks like it's getting kind of getting back to its roots, but I'm afraid seeing everything that happened in this trailer, they're going to go too over the top. They've done o- too over the top That's before. And like these movies need to be over the top, obviously, like because you're pulling off these crazy things. You got undead pirates, all this, all that crazy stuff. But if you go too far with it, then you're just not really having a good story. You're just like throwing a bunch of fan service stuff at us and not really building much of anything. Now, I'm not sure that's what's going to happen, but that's my caution. And also, Ozzy, uh, this movie also is reminding me a lot of um, uh, these books I read when I was a kid about uh, Jack when when he was young. Oh, really? So Yeah, so this is like that. Whenever I saw that in the trailer, I got excited too because I was like, oh, I remember these books. I wonder if this is going to be like kind of a have a little bit of a reference to that because I remember I read that entire series when I was younger when those first came out and uh, it was really good it was really interesting to see Jack and get him filled out that way so I'm really hoping for a similar thing here okay okay that's interesting that's interesting yeah man I mean it do it does have a chance to be too over the top which is again it's it's a worry of mine I mean I'm still worried after the fourth one because I thought the fourth one I, felt, I thought the fourth uh, I remember when the trailers were jumping for the fourth one. I mean, I was excited for it because it, it was Blackbeard, but I was still kind of worried about it because it looked okay. It didn't show a lot going for it. Um, 
And I'm kind of glad that they're taking it back to the sea because I feel like that was a problem with the fourth one. We didn't really get a lot of battle scenes with between ships, which is what you usually expect from a Pirates movie. Um, it wasn't a lot of adventuring going on in the fourth one. This one seems to be kind of getting back to its roots. And yeah. it, I mean, I'm excited for it. I mean, it does seem to, it, it's starting to kind of go back towards the Black Pearl in, in a way. Yeah, that, good. that looks really good. I do have the very unpopular opinion of liking the fourth one better than the second one, especially, and maybe the third. I don't know. I haven't seen it, seen it in too long. The third one's the only one I actually own. Really? Yeah. You don't even own the first one, which nope. is by far the best. Yeah. yeah the third wow. one's my favorite, personally, wow. so... Anyway, but yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, think, I have that unpopular I think the opinion. first one. I think the first one is the funniest one, and then the third one, when it comes to action, is the best one. Because you have that whole battle scene with the Dutchman and, and yeah. the Black Pearl going on in, in the whirlwind, which is, again, one of the best scenes in the whole entire franchise. I will say that. But that is my random part of the Caribbean. All right. I'm well, excited. Let's move on to the review of Logan, the highly anticipated Logan. Um, which I still contend, by the way. Oh, this is spoiler free, by the way. We will not be spoiling anything. So if you've not seen the movie, you're good. Don't worry. Um, we'll have a spoiler review on Wednesday, so be keeping your eye out for that. And we'll have a cool guest on that one as well. Um, but I still contend Logan is a bad title. It really doesn't tell you anything about the movie. But whatever. Anyway, uh, let's start what with... You, what would you have called the title? What would you have called I, it? I, I don't mean? know. Like, There are a lot of people who would see the title Logan and go, what is that? Like... <laughs> they're like is this some drama or something nobody would know but anyway um let's start with you ozzy what were your overall thoughts on logan man um i'm actually disappointed i'm disappointed in this movie you're I'm a liar I'm <laughs> <laughs> um no, dude i i came out of this movie I'm not gonna say what i came out of this movie but um what does that mean? <laughs> I'm gonna spoil it in the spoiler review. Okay. But anyways, I'll tell you. I'll tell, I'll call you when, when we get off. But anyways, okay. um, I think I know. What I actually, going for. when when I got back in my car after I, I dealt with what I dealt with, um, I really really loved this movie, and I believe that Fox has a standard now. It cannot be anything lower. Than Logan, or that's a high standard, dude. Listen to me, wait, wait, wait. It can't be lower than Days of Future Past, okay, or Deadpool because they they have to keep the standard now. They have to. Um, that's why I feel like that's why, uh, that's why a lot of people, especially myself, I live in admit that we were just so taken back by Apocalypse because it, it did not keep up to that standard. You understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, so it has a standard now, it has a standard now to keep up to just keep being good movies. And it's it's still possible because it's not like it's not like they have they had any bad movies like besides Apocalypse and that wasn't even a horrible movie, it was an okay movie. It was just a disappointment for the trilogy. Um, this was a really great movie, a really really great movie by Fox. I have to say. All right, Jesse, what were your overall thoughts? I really enjoyed it. Um, <clears throat> I did, I will say, like I told you, and you, you said, eh, on this, I, I, I thought it was a little language heavy, but okay. that's just, that's just my personal preference. Um, uh, but I, I did really enjoy it and I agree. It set a very high standard. Um, I mean, obviously it's not perfect and I don't think we're going to get into that mm -hmm. a little bit, um, carefully, but, <laughs> uh, it was, I, I really loved it and it's one of the first, um, x-men movies that actually uh kind of hit me like touched me emotionally like i wasn't just watching it and like loving the action and stuff i loved all that but it actually like impacted me as well mm -hmm. like i was like oh wow that's anyway yeah. yeah um this is a great movie i was kind of deciding how i wanted to like where i was going to end up with this movie rating wise and i think i've kind of figured it out at this point but Man, this movie is impressive on so many levels. Now, like Jesse alluded to, it's not perfect. And I will kind of re-emphasize before we even get go in that direction, just because we have negatives doesn't mean we hate the movie, people. I know we live in a culture that says if you don't think it's a 10 out of 10, you don't love the movie. That is a lie. 
<laughs> I can love this movie and still have problems with it, um, which we will get to. But th this is a great movie. And the, the thing that's most impressive about this movie is that I honestly believe that it is a true standalone movie. You can watch this movie without having seen a single X-Men movie mm -hmm. and fully understand and appreciate what is happening on the screen. That is the highest praise I can give this movie. And that's what I'll say. It is that good. And it is that kind of, it stands apart like from the rest of the X-Men movies. And it stands apart from really the, just as a movie itself, it just stands alone and it can stand alone. Um, so I really, really did like this movie. Um, but yeah, let's get into positives. Ozzy, why don't you start with a positive? Hugh Jackman. Whew. That's where I thought you were going to start. Yeah. Um, by far his best performance as Logan. Yeah. Um, really loved his performance. Uh, I'm going to get into the character of Laura, X-23, who mm -hmm. is played by Daphne Keen. She is fantastic. She's so she good. She is fantastic. Yes. I really love yes. her character. She is fantastic. Probably, she's so mysterious, you know? Mm -hmm. And she doesn't say much. Yeah, for a lot of the movies, she doesn't still, say much, yeah. Yeah, but she still, she still does a great job of still gluing your eyes towards her. You know, she's just so good. Mm -hmm. And also Boyd Holbrook, which for you guys who don't who haven't seen him before, he's actually on Narcos. Yeah. And he does a really good job on Narcos. This one, this this his performance here actually blew me away. Again, he does a great I mean honestly, he was sort of like the villain and I really liked him. I really mm -hmm. liked him as a villain. I I wish we kinda got more of him because he was really, really good. I really do like the Especially the dialogue that he has with Logan. I really like it. And Patrick Stewart does another great job. And we get and we get a little and we get a different side of, of uh Charles Xavier this time. And I really like his portrayal of that. Um mm -hmm. uh, going in with the chemistry, I think the chemistry between Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart has never been greater. It's just so good. And it's so it's it's like it, kind of like their family and, it, yeah. and it's it's so good well, they work off of each other so natural yeah. it's it's great the chemistry between Hugh Jackman and anyone in this movie basically I mean you talk about the chemistry between him and Patrick Stewart it's great they have a great kind of uh, relationship where they have um kind of quippy lines to each other mm -hmm. back and forth and they're telling each other to f off and it's just a great time even bring Caliban <laughs> into that too yeah like the, the three of them together Caliban so they all great. contrast so much and they're all so great together yeah and then once we get it takes quite it takes a while um to actually get to a point where it is x23 and logan kind of they're the focus like their relationship becomes the focus at a point and once that happens, you start to see Hugh Jackman has great chemistry with this kid, too. Number one, she's just really, really good in the movie. She does a great job. Like, she does it. You would think that it's not a challenging role because she really doesn't have to say much in this movie, but it's all beneath the surface. And the impressive thing about this kid is that you can see it beneath the surface. It's not just a look deadpan at the camera or look deadpan this way or look deadpan that way, which is what a lot of people would say that this role is. But there's so much underneath in her character that she is kind of um, just portraying with just little facial expressions and thing like, things like that. And I think she did a fantastic job with that. Um, and then, like I said, her chemistry with, <laughs> with Hugh Jackman, it's, you care about that relationship because of their chemistry. If that chemistry doesn't work between those two, this movie falls apart and the chemistry works. So I completely agree with you on, across the board on the performances. I have issues with kind of, a little bit minor issues with um, Professor Xavier as character, but I, in my opinion, Patrick Stewart's performance is beyond repro reproach in this movie. Um, if I had to pick a best performance in the movie, probably be Hugh Jackman. Probably. Just, I mean, man, this I completely agree with your statement, Ozzy. This is the best he's ever been in this role. Um, he is just amazing in this role. So, um, Jesse, what about you? You got some positives? Yeah, I mean, um, 
I definitely agree with you on the standalone thing. I mean, I, I think that the Wolverine can stand alone as well, but not quite as well as this movie because yeah. it's just, it builds its own universe within itself. It mm-hmm. references other things that have happened, but it's not necessary for you mm-hmm. to know this. Um, yeah, the way the the action progressed and how everything was paced was just perfect because you get, uh, well, I almost just said a, said a <laughs> thing here, but... Um, uh, Spoiler free. Well, no, it, I don't think it was a spoiler, okay. but it was. I was about to tread into negative territory. Okay. <laughs> I remembered something, okay. but overall, the way that it's you get exposition and then action and then progression on through, it's. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, it it was just really well done, really well paced. I didn't get bored, and it went by very quickly. Like it, this is a. I mean, yeah. it's not like one of those movies where you sit down and you're like, oh, it's over already? You, you, you're you aware of the passage of time, but not to a point where you're like, okay, how, how much farther do I have to go mm-hmm. into this and all that stuff? So okay. it's just, okay. I, yeah, I don't have anything else that I haven't um, been said. All right. Ozzy, I think you'll appreciate this. Not many people will because no, not many people saw this movie, but um, if you haven't, you need to. I will have compared it when I saw the trailer and will continue to compare it now that I've seen the movie to Midnight Special, the Jeff Nichols, I believe, movie that came out mm-hmm. last year. You remember when we saw that? Yeah. Yeah. I think that this is a very comparable in, number one, just in the plot in a way because it's they're basically tr- transporting a kid from one destination to another because they have special abilities, so it's very familiar in that plot, but... Just in the relationship between the kid and the people who are transporting her, or the kid, is that, I think it's relatable in that sense. And also, remember what we said about the movie. You can go back and, we actually reviewed this movie on the podcast, so you can go back and listen to that review. Um, One of the biggest things about Midnight Special was how ambiguous it was, and how kind of mysterious it was with its sci-fi, and what what was going on, and what everybody's motives were it was so ambiguous it didn't tell you really much it left you to figure out a lot of things and i honestly believe that this movie really does that it references some sort of tragic event that took place and it doesn't tell you at all what happened this movie does not feed you it i mean it doesn't really it doesn't spoon feed you um with kind of what um what happened what the history there that's there is um so it, it's really familiar in that sense, and I really did appreciate that. You can try to, and I know Jesse's kind of looking at me. I think you can pick apart, like, or you can say that they, they, they kind of reference it right here or whatever, but yeah, they yeah. don't say exactly what happened. Really. No, like, you have to be paying attention. Like, it, exactly. it says it at one point, and then I'm like, oh, that sounded interesting. I wish I had more of that. And then they go back and mention something and say directly say something later, referencing mm-hmm. something in the past, and I'm like, Oh, you have, you have to actually be paying exactly. attention to connect those dots. And it really, honestly, though, it's not that important to know what exactly. happened. And I really appreciate that. It's, and that, that, lead, that, again, ties back into how, st- how much of a standalone this is. Um, they reference a lot of the backstory, but it's not a key component to the movie. And I, I, I almost wish that I hadn't have seen the rest of the X-Men movies to see how, what I would think of this movie um, as a standalone, because man, I I really do think it would stand up. So I, I don't know. Do you have any other thoughts, Ozzy? Um, I want to say the soundtrack for this movie. Okay. It does a really great job, especially towards the ending. It, it does a great job holding the movie together. Um, I do like the cinematography for the most part in yes. this movie. Yes. Um, cinematography is fantastic, I have to say. Um, <laughs> stop laughing. Stop laughing. Stop it. You used stop fantastic it. three times in a sentence earlier. I just have hey. to say it. I'm sorry. It's my word. <laughs> it's my word. Oh, man. We need to um, trademark but... it. Amazing. It's amazing. Anyways, um, especially especially the, some of the set design. I really do like the set design. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to say the script. The script is It's pretty amazing. tight, yeah. Um, there's not too much kind of fat on the, this movie at all. Like there's not much that I can say you could cut that out. There are things that I would say you could do it differently. And there's definitely a couple of issues. There's one big issue I have with the script and we'll get there. But, um, I, I agree with you that it's pretty tight in the fact that there's not much that I would say, well, you didn't really need that scene. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, do you have anything else, Jesse? Um, I'm just going to say that, like, as a fan of the comics, like, I love the old man Logan storyline mm-hmm. in the comics, and the way that they took it and adapted it to the to to be on screen was just great. Like, mm-hmm. they didn't follow it directly, but they haven't followed anything directly, and they kept up that in, in any of the movies. So they kept that up, but in such a good way that honors the source material, but in it's the movie universe mm-hmm. that. They, um, DC definitely hasn't done. Yeah. Um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe has done a pretty good job of too, but this is the best job they've done of it in the Fox mm-hmm. hero universe, I guess we can call it. Yeah. You want to talk about, um, adapting to the big screen from the source material. This is the, they, like, they've always, Hugh Jackman has always nailed this role. He's done a great job as Wolverine, as Logan, and, you, you, we love watching him at, in this role, right? But honestly, this is the first time that I, I will say that they completely, 100% nailed this character. They completely understand. He wasn't cheesy. Yeah. He's all, Wolverine is one of my favorite characters, but he always comes off as a little cheesy. Really? He was not, like, yeah. Okay. I mean, he's the, he's the token grumpy old yeah. man and now that he is an old man yeah. which i mean he's old throughout he was born in the 1800s yeah. whatever <laughs> but um he uh but this time he didn't feel at all cheesy to me mm-hmm. he he was justified yeah. in what he was doing and feeling and how he was acting and exactly. how he treated people yes um and the one thing that i really love that they kind of took and i don't really think i mean we've gotten shades of it but this is the first time we've actually seen that berserker kind of rage type thing mm. and we see it in this movie which leads me into my final positive if you've listened to the po- this podcast or have talked to me for any period of time whatsoever you know that i'm not a big fan of over the top violence in movies it's just not my thing i don't care if you like it Good for you. It's just not my thing. I, that's why I, part of the reason I don't like Tarantino movies. I don't like seeing heads explode. Sorry. Um, but this movie, the for the most part, there is one thing that ties into one of my big negatives that I don't think it was necessary. But for this movie, I think the violence is, if not necessary, it adds to the movie a lot. It adds a lot to the to this movie because... It's so visceral, it's so graphic, and it's so just intense that it just elevates every action scene, elevates everything. Every time Logan um, hits or kills somebody, you are like, oh my gosh, like he is pissed. It, you feel it because of how graphic it is. And then and that's, going that's with, against done. Logan too, I mean, you feel his pain when he gets hit too. And, um, it's it's really well done and it just adds to this movie a lot because it's so visceral and you just really feel it when it happens. Um, I really really um, like that they made this rated R and in that in that way. When the the language I, I don't really I, it didn't necessarily bother me but I get that the but I'm happy they went rated R for this for the violence how they used it yes, yes. for the most part yeah it, it's essential to his character and I'm gonna go ahead and say this Fox is doing what DC and Marvel aren't doing and they're taking risks with putting their movies rated R and I'm gonna make a bold statement here I'm actually I'm actually glad that Logan that Wolverine is actually with Fox because if you put it because if, if it, imagine like if you're gonna put it with Marvel Marvel would have never yeah. done a rated R movie yeah. Never. I so mean, I mean, I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy. X Men is separate from the Avengers and all that to begin with. I think that's how it should be. Personally, that, that would be but, super convoluted yeah. to explain in in movies. So I, I agree with that. What do you have yeah, anything else, I mean, Ozzy? Um, no, that's it for me, man. For when it comes to positives. All right. Um, anything else for you, Jesse? Uh, Positives. I'm I sure think we'll think of something. I, I, I'm. But. I've got a lot of positives that I can't say. Okay. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, all right. Well, let's move on into negatives. And Ozzy, I'm very curious to hear yours. So, do you have any negatives to this movie? I'm searching. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Come back to me when I find right. something. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I will start because I definitely do have negatives to this movie. Because, like I said, this is not a perfect movie. But again, I do not hate this movie. <laughs> Just saying. Um, there is one scene, or 
early-ish in the movie. I think it's like end of first act, beginning of second act. Where number one, it's lazy script writing because they throw a bunch of ex- exposition at you. And like, yeah. here's the backstory as to what's happening right now. And here is exactly what happens step by step. And I'm just like, okay, that's kind of lazy. But not only that, but there are so many logical problems in how they do it. <laughs> like, there's, there's, like, there's footage that you're like, how would that person have got this footage? And when did they edit it all together? Like, I mean, it just didn't make any sense whatsoever. Honestly, if you think about it at all, it does not make any sense. Yeah, this is what made me pause a minute ago when I was talking about the pacing of the movie. Yeah. I was about to say, yeah, the way they did the exposition was just great. And then I remembered that. <laughs> I'm going to put it in my back pocket because I know one of us yeah. is going to bring it up. Oh, man. It, I mean, look, I, if you didn't notice it while you were watching it the first time, that's fine. I mean, not a lot of people, maybe not a lot of people would think about that. But I'm honestly, like, you go back and watch the movie again or think about that scene. It, do, it really doesn't make any sense how this person got all this footage, number one, and how they edited it. To, like, I was, like, we, we were joking in the car after we saw the movie. We were like, what, what did they real quick throw it through iMovie or something to edit together? Like, what, what? It doesn't make any sense. Um, but, again, that's just one particular scene. I have another big, bigger negative, so... But do you have anything else, Jesse? Um, uh, or, or Ozzy, do you remember that scene? Do you know what we're talking about? Yeah, I do. I do, actually. I do. I know what you're talking about. I remember. Okay. Um, so what did you think of it? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I was fine with it when I saw it. I was like, damn, that's crazy. And then now you brought it up, I'm just like, damn, that was kind of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really doesn't make any sense. It just does. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, but do you have anything, Jesse? Yes. Um. Yeah, there's. I've got to be very careful. I know what you're gonna say one yeah. one villain. Yes. In the movie, uh, when you watch the movie, and I describe it here in just a minute, you will probably know who I'm talking about without me spoiling anything. But one villain in the movie, when he shows up, I was like, wow, this is really going to be interesting for a fighting standpoint and for a battle standpoint. And it was. And it was. It was. It was a lot of fun to watch, but. He was. It, it was unnecessary. Yes, I it agree. was unnecessary, and there, it was a little bit lazy. There was a, a lot of other ways you could have gone around this. Like I have a, had a great idea. I think mm-hmm. in the car on the way back of like an <laughs> alternative to what they could have done here. But I'm not going to say that just because that yeah. that would spoil if I even hint. So. Yeah, I completely agree with you on that character. That was my other big er negative. Is I for me I it for me I don't know about you but for me and Orazi. It came out of left field. It just was like, what? Like, this is what we're... Okay, this is the direction we're going with this movie. And, again, from an action standpoint, I mean, it was awesome. And, ultimately, to get to the ending, to get to the ending of this movie, I think that villain was necessary, but I agree with you, they should have gone a different direction. Um, because I... It, it just... It came across as cheesy. You want to talk about cheesy? I think that came across as cheesy. Um... And I agree with you on unnecessary. And for me, it came out of just left field. Um, Do you know what we're talking about, Ozzy? I think so, and I'm just I'm going to disagree. Okay. Um, I think it was I think it was essential because when I looked up, I was actually really in, reading an article because I was just like, because I, I, I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it at first. I, it's not that I even hated it, and it's not that I loved it. I just didn't mind it. I was just like, oh, okay, like this is okay. Like it's not it's not great, but it's not it's not bad either. And I read up an article about it explaining it, and I was like, wow, that is crazy. Mm-hmm. So I ended up really liking it because it ended up being symbolic for me, and I was like, wow, well, yeah, like, I mean, that is crazy. I get so, the, I mean, symbolic, I, the, the symbolism. Yeah, so I ended, up, I, really, I ended up really enjoying it. So that's but, why see, I'm going to disagree. I think there was plenty of symbolism of what they could represent with this character mm-hmm. between... Logan and X-23. Yeah. Just looking at, at X-23 and what she does and how she does it and especially when she's like getting into her mode and the mm-hmm. dialogue towards the end between the two characters. Yes. I'm going to... I don't know. I don't think... No, I'm not going to say it. Just in case. <laughs> I don't think it's a spoiler but I'm going to be extra cautious yeah. because this is a huge movie that yeah. people are going to see and yeah. I could be roasted for it. Um like I said, I completely get the symbolism behind it. And I, again, I will reemphasize. I think that, that it's necessary to get to the end. You cannot get to the end of this movie without introducing this character. You cannot. 
Um, but it kind of, and this this is will my be my kind of last negative with that villain. I don't think, man, I don't think that they're because of who the villain is. I'm trying I'm trying real hard not to spoil here. Because of who the villain is, it takes away the weight of the action. You know what I'm saying? It's not as impactful for me. Now, it was cool to watch, and I completely agree with Jesse. The action was awesome, and it just... Introducing that villain opened up an entire new dimension to the action. But it took away from the weight of it, and that's when... That's when the violence did start to bother me, when I was like, alright, we're getting a little, like, over the top here, and it started to bother me. But that's, again, that's just a personal thing for me. Um, but yeah... Ozzy, do you have any negatives? We haven't really, you don't, you haven't really said much in the negative section, so. I mean, because it was, for me, it was just, I mean, I'm going to say this. I mean, it was, it was slow at times. I agree. That it was, was the last thing I was going to bring up. Because um, sometimes, because when you get a movie like this, you know, you're just like, okay, quick pace, quick pace. And sometimes it's slow. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the most, a lot of the middle section is where the slow parts are. Uh, yeah, finished, I mean, and, and some of them, and, and some of them. Yeah, and some of them are really necessary, yeah. you know, and you're going to have to slow down. You, know, so you can't have, you can't rush all the time, which is fine. And it's not necessarily, it's a negative as well. They're, like, I'm not, because it's not like I hated any of the scenes or disliked any of the scenes either. Mm-hmm. Um, There's probably one particular scene where I was like, eh, did we really need that? But, I mean, it wasn't a bad scene regardless. Um that, that's probably my only negative. Is that it's it can be slow paced sometimes. Yes, I, and that didn't really bother me. But okay. that's just because I mean I grew up on westerns, and you want to talk about some slow pacing. <laughs> some of my favorite movies have Fair very slow pacing, and I kind of looked at it as like a western, like almost like a it is a it's superhero neo western. Yeah. It reminded me a lot of Hell or High Water in a lot of places. Yes, it did. And I loved that. But um, and so just seeing that pacing, especially uh, along with. How that was going didn't really bother me that much, mm-hmm. just because I knew how to look at it that way. Because that's kind of what I grew up on. Okay. But, I mean, but I can I'm... definitely see that, especially compared to a lot of modern movies. Yeah. Um, anything else from you guys from, as far as negatives? That's it for me, man. No. All right. So let's rate this movie. Um, man, this movie. I'm struggling because I didn't know where to put it, and I think you guys definitely. I think Ozzy's definitely gonna be like, "That's way too low." I'm at an eight point two. You're ridiculous. Wow. This is a great movie, and yeah, yeah, but it's not perfect. So I'm, I'm. It's an eight point two. That that's what I'm gonna say. Way too low. I knew you were way gonna say low. that. All right, um, Ozzy, what about you? Nine point two. Jeez, man, that's you're that's, insane. I'm at a nine point two. I'm not insane. That's. <laughs> It's such a great. It, I really love this movie, and I, I, I'm gonna again. I'm gonna disagree with the villain because it's so it's symbolic, and it's especially the ending. But it's, it's on the nose. It, all super on the nose. The symbolism. Yeah, is, the symbolism is, is there, and I get it, and I appreciate it. But they, you don't have to like stretch for it at all. It's like here, here is your symbolism. Look at this. But you but, see the symbolism. I, I you get it. You get it. You get it. Like that, that's I it. didn't, but I didn't, I didn't see it that way personally. I, I, I saw like, it that okay. way, but I also see what you're, what you're saying, Ozzy, is that it's so hard to get to the end of this movie without introducing this. Yeah. And I think I have an alternative, which we can discuss after we get through recording. Yeah. <laughs> but still, I see it both ways. Anyway, um, your rating. Uh, I'm Jesse. going kind of between the two of you. I'm going with an eight point eight. Okay. Awesome. Uh, because yeah, I'm, I think I'm sitting between the two of you. <laughs> <on this one. laughs> hey, that's fine. That is fine. Um, all right, so we are going to move on to TV. Jesse, you didn't get to watch too much TV this week. What did you watch this week? Nothing. I mean, you watched some New Girl with me. No. <laughs> is that it? I don't remember. <laughs> it's been a lot. It was a really short week and a really long week at the same time. I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. A little, um, little bit of stress. But we can talk a little bit of TV here. Um, we'll try to keep it semi-brief. Uh, Ozzy, what show do you want to start with? There was... Uh, Supergirl was on this week, right? Yeah. Yeah, let's start with Supergirl this week. This is Monday. Oh, I watched that. Um, oh, you did watch that. You're right. No, I don't follow it. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I, I kinda, I'm kind of annoyed with Kara. Okay. Because Kara's just like... We're done. Okay? We're done. I need you to start listening to me. If you can't listen to me, then we're done. And I was like, why do CW shows have to end relationships over the dumbest things? I don't understand. (laughs) Because 
Because at the end of the movie, because she says that they're done, and then he goes over, and then she's just like, I just want you to be here and hold me. And I'm just like, but you just said that they were done, though. So, like, I don't understand what you're trying to do. Like, are you, are you trying to lead him on? Because that's messed up. That's messed up. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, I was kind of annoyed. Um, I, I don't understand what the heck is the problem with these DC shows with doing and the relationship with that. Other than that, though, I do think it was a pretty good episode when it comes to um, bringing in their father again. Yes. I do think it was an interesting episode. What did you guys think? Um, the I did like the kind of mystery that it sets up, but... The one thing with these shows is, especially Supergirl. Supergirl has been like this for a couple episodes now, and probably since the beginning. If one character disagrees with the majority of the characters, every time, every time, the one character who disagrees is right. Every time. I think I pointed that out. Yeah. I've only seen like four episodes of Supergirl when you're watching, Carlos, and I, I was like... Oh yeah, he's totally right. Just because he's he disagrees yeah. and they're focusing on it every time. Mono was right about their dad, and that that's it. And we had that a couple weeks ago. Um, I can't remember what the exact situation. Kara, Kara disagreed with um, about how they were treating um, Luthor, the Lucy Luthor. Is that her name? Yeah, yeah. They they disagreed about that and. She was the only one, and she was right. That's that's the formula of the show, and it's getting kind of annoying. With TV, you can complain about things being repetitive, and my good lord, this is getting repetitive. Um, with that kind of that formula, it's and it's predictable. It's not it that mystery that I was talking about with the father. I, I would the only mystery there was why he was betraying them. That's what I was like. Okay, well, why is he going to betray them? Because yeah, I mean, I knew I, I was, I was, I was just like, it's predictable. Exactly. Predictable. That's. But um, overall, I still did like the episode um, because I like introducing a huge event like their father coming back to characters like this. It really allows for some great character development. Um, now, I do think that um, what's Kara's sister's name? Uh, Alex blanking. I she is Alex. ridiculous. Uh, she was pissing me off this entire episode. Yeah, how she, she really pissed. How she, she was really reacting to Kara and like uh, what? Whatever. It was stupid. Yeah, like she's taking precautionary yeah. steps. Okay, like, bro, you're a freaking alien spy, basically. Like, yeah. you have to understand where we're coming from. Don't be saying either a part of this family or you're not. Get out of my face, okay? Kara's been there for you longer than your own dad has. Yeah, Simmer what, down. What is this, Game Simmer of Thrones down. with loyalty to families and things like that? That's what I was going to say. Like, it was so stupid. Um, and I'm just going to say, Guardian hasn't been on the show for a while, good, but good. I'm not really upset. I'm not really upset about it. Hey, you know my policy. <laughs> if there's no Jimmy, it's a great episode. Hey, man. Hey, he's, uh, he's horrible. Character. I remember you liked him the first season, and then... This season, I'm just like, stop. Well, I liked him as a singular character. I hated the fact that they're like, oh, let's get Jimmy and Kara together. I'm like, no, that was dumb. And then they finally <laughs> dropped that, and now he's just stupid by himself. But whatever. Hey, maybe maybe they'll listen. I mean, I was begging to the high heavens that Cat uh, would disappear from the show, and hey, we got our wish because Cat is gone, and thank the Lord because this show has improved in the second season without her. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. Do you have anything else, or let's move on to Flash? Let's move on to Flash. All right. Flash. You did not watch Flash, so we'll try not to spoil too, too much. Don't, don't worry about it. All right. You, you, you talk what you want to talk. I'll watch it. I'll watch it anyway. Um, Grodd attacks the city or whatever. Um, the God, wa- that, that, that solo war and him, him fighting scene. Jeez. Yeah, that, that, was, that was good. Um, no, my, that was not good. Oh, you didn't Just like not, it? Dude, it looked like a freak. I mean, okay, I okay, I need to stop because this is CW, so I need to lower my. I know that's why I keep saying, like, you're a, all right, you, Jesse. Dude, it, I don't know if it you looked, listened. It, it looked, it looked like a freaking okay pre-animation. But like, I don't know if you listened to the last episode, mm-hmm. or yeah, it was the last episode. He co- he was complaining because um, a scene in um, was, Legends wait, 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 wait. was not up to the same standard as the Battle of the Bastards. I'm like... Yeah, well, I remember it, you saying a, that. And right now you're compar- you're basically show. comparing Flash to uh, Planet of the Apes. Am I wrong? <laughs> no, I just, thought that the, I just thought that it was... 
No, I'm not. It's just the animation in that because I think I think the animation for Garad and the gorillas yeah. is pretty good actually. But when they were fighting on the whole entire thing, that whole scene was just animated. Even yeah. the background was animated. And I was just like, oh my god, no. Uh, um, it just looked, it just looked bad, and I was like, <laughs> it looks like a pre. It doesn't even look like a. Yeah. It, it looks like I mean, it looks like. It looks like pre-animation for an animation movie. <laughs> I was just like, no. All right, fair enough. I was like, oh, God. I mean, uh, it, was it up to... I mean, okay, this is the thing. We we need to have lower standards for the CW, unfortunately, just because they don't have the budget for it. But I don't even think that it met the standards, but I, I just kind of turned... Honestly, I just kind of turned my brain off and was like, that was kind of cool. Um, so I actually did enjoy the fight just because I was like, uh, whatever, it's bad animation or it's bad CGI, who cares? Um, but that was just me. My biggest thing with this episode, I actually did overall like this episode. I have a lot of questions about like when they, um, when he vibes to figure out where Grodd's going to attack and then he goes and attacks or, and, and then they go to that place. And then Grodd was just basically using that as a distraction. How did Grodd set that up where he would vibe and know where he was going? And it doesn't it didn't make any sense whatsoever if can you think about, about it. But can we talk about one of the dumbest moments in the show well, when Barry had a legit guess a code. Well, I, I don't know. I mean that made some that was, sense. I thought to me. that was I thought that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in the CW well, show. Because because I I'm just like they're just like National City's gonna blow if you don't get the right code. I'm just like, oh, it's not gonna blow. It's no, not gonna blow. You want to talk about the dumbest thing, possibly in a season? Probably not because there's been some dumb things. But the dumbest thing by far in this episode that I've seen in a while in these shows, Central City is apparently surrounded by woods in every direction. Oh yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> Wait, do, do, don't they go to like the the docks? They, they pan back and you see Grodd standing on a hill off to off to in oh, the edge God. of this frame, right? And then they they show Central City, right? And it's just a city and then woods everywhere, a forest <laughs> surrounding Central City. Yet yet they have battles at like the docks of Central City and stuff. Oh my God. I'm sitting there there's looking a, at this. Legit, I'm like, what the freak is like that? lakes and everything around it, and it's just apparently <laughs> hidden in the mountains somewhere. I'm just like, what? Oh god, it, that was great. That it was, was great. it was hilarious. It was hilarious. Oh man, it, it was it, honestly. Oh man, that was probably my oh, favorite dude, moment, just because of I, I laughed. I really did. Can um, we talk about the the dumb moment when Jesse Swit came out and just started? Uh, bashing on her dad in front of everybody for, for a second. Came out for a second, it sounded like you said Jesse Swink, um, but Jesse I mean, Quick. Not bad. Jesse Quick. My bad. Uh, Jesse Quick. You guys have very similar names, Jesse. Anyways, <laughs> uh, hence Jesse. <laughs> um, no, but anyways, I thought that was really stupid when she came out and started bashing him. I was just like, Yo, what if your dad was dying though? How would you have known? Um, well, I don't know because she knows her dad. Um, I mean, still. Yeah, you know, that, um, that whole thing I, was, I mean, again, you, you could tell. So they kind of set it up like that where you could tell, okay, so he's lying to him, whatever. And um, I was just like, and I was just like, yo, understand, even, okay, even then, like, let's say, like, I knew that my dad was lying. Like, that's not the right time to do it. Yeah, that was a horrible time to confront him. But nobody has good timing on these shows, so. <laughs> <laughs> um. Is there anything else that I am missing? Uh, well, I mean, Cisco. I, I'm really, really happy for Cisco. I mean, come on. He uh, gets to kiss the girl in this episode, and that's cool. Um, she's still kind of like, oh, we're not going to date or anything, but whatever. Who cares? Um, he, she'll be back. Date for an episode and break up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> case. She'll be back. Um. um, um so, wait, is there anything what, else? What? I don't One know. last thing, did you like? Did you like how Barry was contemplating killing Grodd or no? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I actually did. Uh, he, there was something that I was uh, that I'm forgetting because there's, he was using Arrow as like an excuse, like oh, Arrow kills people, you know, that's fine, um, and that was interesting. I do like when we have those kind of tie-ins, so that was cool. But I don't know. Do you have anything? I else? just got. I just have to say, like. I, I was kind of annoyed because you could have like a whole army of gorillas mm -hmm. and then you only see four of them fighting. Yeah. And then that was really stupid. And then they're just, and I think it's kind of ironic. There's an army of aliens coming. Mm -hmm. So we, we need everybody. 
But then there's an invasion of highly intelligent gorillas. Yeah. We just need Flash Team. That's true. <laughs> I thought that was really, really dumb. But whatever. <laughs> Budget. Um, um, do you have anything yeah. else, or you want to move on to Arrow? Let's move on to Arrow. Because there was no Legends this week, unfortunately. Um, so, Arrow. I just watched this one, like, literally right before I drove over to recording. So, we get... Um, Oliver's little trial thing for impeachment or whatever they want to call it. It's not technically a trial, but his impeachment hearing. Um, that was, I don't know. We didn't really get to see actually much of it. Uh, but it was still interesting to see. Um, just because he was trying to figure out or fight off, like, what's going on, like, uh, with the whole, um, knowing about, uh... Arrow killing uh, that cop, so that was interesting. But at the same time, I don't like how this resolves at all, dude. I don't at all. Like, he's like, oh, so we're going to villainize Arrow. We're going to say that he just killed people. That's one of those things where, again, doesn't make any sense at all. Um, why would he... Okay, because his whole excuse to... Number one, uh, what was it? The Is it the police commissioner? Is that who it is that he had to make the excuse to last week? Yeah. Okay. The his, captain. Yeah, his whole like to the captain, he says, he explains the entire situation and say he didn't really do it or he didn't do it on purpose. It was a setup. Whatever. He tells him the truth, and now he's gonna come out in public after his whole story has been to everybody has been that he was set up or that Green Arrow was set up. He's gonna say he wasn't set up. How do you explain what like? Now the the cop either knows that he's lying to the or the the captain either knows he's lying to the public or he's lying to the people. It's just it doesn't make any sense. There he should have taken the other guy's um, plan is just say make him the fall guy and say I I'm the one who covered it up. Uh, that made the most sense to me. But of course he's like oh you can't do that since I'm the one who killed him. It's just like oh, gosh whatever. Um, so I didn't like how this episode resolves at all. Yeah, I mean, and I'm just going to go ahead and say, what are they going to do with Thea? Like, yeah. they just, they don't know what they're doing with this character. No, they don't. It's ridiculous. Like, they're just like, okay, everybody doesn't like her because she's annoying teens. Let's bring her in and let's make her a complete baddie. Oh, no, she got killed and now she has bloodlust. Now she doesn't want to kill anymore. Now she doesn't want to be a vigilante. Let's bring her into the thing. Let's bring her into being Oliver's sister. Oh no, she's becoming dark again. Let's take her out of that. Like, what are you doing with her character? Like, like I don't understand what they're doing with the character. They just throw her around everywhere. And it's annoying because I do like Thea, but it, I'm starting to not like her because every time she gets involved with something, she, she's like, she just has to go to the extreme. Yeah. She just has to. And it's annoying. Like, why can't you just, why can't you guys just put her in somewhere and... Just have her be there. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand. Like, they, they always have to take it to the extreme with this character. And I just don't get it. Yeah. It's stupid to me. Um, do you have anything else for this episode? I mean, we get more vigilante stuff. I'm vigilante. very confused as to who... I mean, they want us to think that it's... Um, what's his face? The the DA. And I think technically... The DA, the DA is, is Prometheus, man. Oh, you, you think he is? No, remember when... Oh, did we, they were talking about that. Yeah, they did. Oh, maybe I missed it. I'm an idiot, but whatever. Um, I wasn't. I guess I wasn't paying attention, but whatever. Uh, yeah, it's, it's Adrian. Yeah. I mean, I do like. I mean, I'm actually interested to see why. I'm like, I'm just like, because I was, I was actually disappointed. I was like, damn, like what? No. Um. So I'm really. I'm actually. I really did like the reveal. And I and I'm I do I am gonna say I do like the the fight scene between Vigilante and Prometheus because I'm just like Vigilante, how have you not gone after Prometheus? Like this yeah. man has done killing, and how have you not gone after him? And I do like how they actually do meet each other this time mm-hmm. because um, Prometheus just shoots an arrow at Vigilante, Vigilante catches it, and then Prometheus is like Oliver Queen's mine, and then they're just fighting over him. It's like damn, I mean these guys just really want to kill Oliver. I mean, get in line, but still. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I mean, I, I really did like that. And I'm just wondering if, there, if there's ever going to be like a Green Arrow and Vigilante team up. Because, I mean, we really haven't seen the last of him mm-hmm. yet, I'm going to assume, because he wasn't caught or anything. And I'm also curious to see who the heck is Vigilante at this point. Um, 
Oh, you know what happened? I didn't finish the episode. I had two minutes left. Okay. I, I was no, thinking. I was thinking. No, because no, it's in the it's in the middle of the. I don't know. Whatever. I'm maybe I wasn't paying, paying attention. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I'm definitely interested to see. I I did overall like this episode. I guess what I saw of it. Um, what do you think? Uh, what do you think about Felicity's little thing going on? Uh, they keep going back to it. I really don't care. I I think it makes sense that she's using it, but to me, but whatever. Um, I really don't care about that whole storyline, <laughs> to be honest. Felicity kind of bores me at this point. Um, I don't know. And I used to be a huge Felicity fan, but she's kind of boring to me. I still think this season is going in the right direction. I just... There were things about this episode that I didn't love. I didn't like how it resolved with the whole impeachment thing, so... Agreed. Agreed. I'll, I'll give you that might. All right. Anything All right. else? I think that's it for me. I didn't really watch. I didn't. I didn't have time to watch Supernatural. Me either. At all. Um. So we will move on to recommendations. Um. Jesse, do you have anything? Come back. All right. Ozzy, what about you? I started binge watching The Crab and a New Girl. Yes. And I'm gonna go ahead and say season one is fantastic. I <laughs> love season one of New Girl. It's great. Season two so far, it isn't as good. It isn't getting the same momentum as season one i'm mm. still liking it though I'm still, I'm still liking it though um it's a pretty good show guys it's only like a 20 minute it's 20 minutes per episode Bitch, it, yeah. it's fantastic it's fantastic i love it um yeah that's awesome i i i really do um love that show it's been very good this season too um so you have much to look forward to uh so <laughs> Keep watching and let me know what you think about all these characters. And also, um, Alicia, my sister, thinks that my brother is Winston. So let me know what you think about that. Maybe off air. We'll talk about it. Um, it's a great time. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember when I was watching like, an episode with you guys. <laughs> I was like, how? <laughs> but I, I will. I there, was, there was one particular episode in season two where like he, he was cheating on his girlfriend. Remember okay. that? Yeah. Like, uh, he was cheating on, I forgot her name, but, um, she got a girlfriend because he wasn't getting it in with her, so he would, like, envision other girls. Are you talking about Schmidt or Winston? Uh, Winston. He, he's talking about Winston. Oh, okay. I remember that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, in season two. And then I was just like, I mean, I could see that being Enrique. <laughs> just looking at other girls and then envisioning it. It's like, uh, what? He's just like, yeah. yeah. Enrique's going to be mortified when he hears this. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, man. I'm like, dang. Winston, right. you're really pulling an Eureka right now. What? <laughs> um, one show. Jeez. Um, man, I, I don't know where to go from here. Uh, <laughs> one show that I will recommend because it's probably coming back soonish is... All right, you know what? I'm just going to talk about a show that I'm looking forward to because it's coming out this month. Um... Iron Fist comes out this month, so definitely, if you haven't watched um, the Netflix Marvel shows, you should probably watch all of them, just because, you know, it's a con it's a universe that's all connected, so Luke Cage is eh, but it, it, the rest of them are very, very good, I mean, Daredevil Season 1 and 2 are great, um, Jessica Jones is fantastic, so if you haven't, if you're not caught up on those shows, watch them, they, you will not... Um, regret it. It's not a waste of time at all. Um, so, and they're all on Netflix, of course, so you can watch those. And Iron Fist comes out this month, so we're very much looking forward to that. So keep your eye out for that. Um, I'm very much looking forward to it. All right, and I have my recommendation. Now. Right. I had to think for a second because I forgot recommendations are a thing. Okay. Um, I mentioned Westerns. Oh, I grew up on Westerns earlier on. Uh, I am going to recommend The Searchers with John Wayne. Still haven't seen that one. Yeah, you, you need to fix that. <laughs> um, definite <laughs> classic. Uh, it actually has a uh, somewhat... It is, it, well, it's got a classic plot. Um, kind of reminds me of Logan in some ways. Okay. Um, okay. Long. Definitely a long one, but uh, you're in for a good. You're in for a good, uh, a good movie with that. I love how he just said that. Long, definitely a long one. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it's like it's, it's it's over three. It's it's like three hours, maybe a little over. Which I mean, Carlos, that doesn't bother. I know. No, but I don't care. Anyway. Um. All right. Well, 
Ozzy, you want to sign us out? Yeah, man. Definitely. Guys, honestly, you need to go run out and see Logan. Okay. <laughs> uh, it, we need to talk about this. Um, and don't, you know, look at the spoiler review and then the spoiler free review. That's stupid. Um, <laughs> no, I, I had a friend who did that and I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> stupid. Um, but all right, guys. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Also, check us out on YouTube. We have the Bachelor Recaps and Star Wars Rebels, which you have to check out. This is Screen Colors.